Welcome to Faith, Fact, and Fiction with your host, Len Parsons, on Anchor FM. Always something unique and different. Visit us at www.pastorlen.com. Pastor Len here. Welcome to our broadcast. This will be part three of City of Survival. Sometimes I call it City of Destruction. It's a working title. Story is in progress. In today's installment, we see how the city that our lead character is trapped in during a war against an unseen and unnamed foe. The city itself begins to assume all of the power of a non-existent federal government. One of the surprises is who takes the most power. In our segment today, we'll see the health department takes a whole lot of power to itself simply by declaring everything a health crisis. Enjoy. Let us know what you think. It's a work in progress. There should be two segments today. Enjoy. God bless you. The increase in the city's power was gradual. The health department of all people seemed to become stronger and stronger. Everything seemed to be a potential health crisis. including food that was becoming out of date. Outdated food. Food past its expiration date. Very valuable when there's none to replace it. But the city declared it a health crisis and began going home to home looking for expired food. I had a suspicion that the expired food would show back up on the local black market. It's a time where wisdom and forethought has to outweigh panic. What can you do? 
if you let them see all of your food, you could be called a hoarder. They could find a reason to confiscate all of it. It wasn't wise to let people know that you had a supply of food. By talking about it, bragging about it, or even looking better fed than those around you. I had a plan. I had hidden most of our food in various locations already. Not so much in fear of confiscation as in case I needed to leave and take some with us at very short notice. Sometimes you have the feeling it may not be safe to return home. I allowed them to find some expired food which they did classify as a health risk and take away with them. I thought it was very unwise to pretend to have no food. Very unwise to have only food that was in date. I thought it prudent to let some go to buy time. But it was definitely a red flag of warning that anything can be a health crisis. From the heat to a bad cold to the flu one has to be very careful to not give any room for someone to declare you a health crisis. Scene change. City of Refuge. I know I've written about the City of Refuge before. Being an enigma. Cryptic notes. In some houses that we had found abandoned. Cars we had found abandoned. Sometimes scraps of paper. Once on a rock in the desert I had seen it. C. R. 
with an arrow toward the most God-forsaken part of the desert. Could it be that they knew something we didn't know? Scene change. I had a dream one night. It was so real. An old man stood before me, beckoning me to come, moving his hand toward me, saying, Come, but with no words. In the dream, I tried to ask him, Where? Well, that was my question all the time while I was awake. Where can I take my family? Where? In the dream, the old man waved with his hand, beckoning me to follow. I didn't know who he was. He was unarmed. Seemed to be friendly. And I would try to ask where. And he would beckon his hand. And he turned. And when he turned I saw over his shoulder. What I knew to be the city of refuge. It didn't look like an earthly city. If anything it looked like a heavenly city. He was beckoning me to come. He wasn't telling me to go. He was motioning for me to come. I woke my wife up. Saying, where is the city of refuge? Where is the city of refuge? Where? And to my surprise, she said, the city of refuge? I know the city of refuge. My mama used to read me a story when I was a little girl. In it, the pilgrims were on the way to the city of refuge. The City of Refuge The Journey Begins Now I know that it doesn't seem logical to place so much value on a dream. But when a man has no hope And a man has a gift to see what is coming. That it's a matter of time till cannibalism 
begins in this city. I've known it since the day I returned. My eyes have been open to it. It would start with the pets. They would disappear. Then maybe it would get bad enough that there would be private cannibalism practiced. And eventually it could become official. That was my primary reason for wanting to get my family out of the city. It was a matter of time till the illusion of normalcy dissolved into thin air. Just a matter of time till people realized that it was going to be us or them. Could very soon come to a horror movie in progress. I think the city rulers, they were elected officials, but no one had talked about a new election. Power was becoming very strong. And the mayor, the superintendent of the health department, And there was my CO. I had approached my CO once or twice discreetly when he was drunk enough but not too drunk. to discuss the possibility of him sanctioning me to make an exploratory expedition. Across the desert. It was a possibility a formality because he no longer possessed the will or the authority. To deny or really approve such a venture Normalcy. An amazing thing happened today. The city, fathers, elders,
decided to make sure the mail had been processed. When the paychecks had quit, mail workers had gone home. Of course we weren't receiving new mail. and We had no way to send any out. But there were bags of undelivered mail. And they decided it was time to go through the mail and deliver any of it that was deliverable to people in our city. And I received a letter. I'd never thought I would receive another letter. An official letter. A letter that had been almost three years in the making. I had applied for exemption to the military call-up. I had cited my previous service, my lack of health, the dependence of my family, And I had added that I was dealing with mental I didn't tell him I was crazy, but I left the impression that sometimes I couldn't tell when it was a flashback and when it was real. And here we were, this long later, I've been trapped into this city to get back to my family. I'd had to leave my family to go for processing so I could be sent to the last line of defense. Now I receive a letter exempting me from military service. Ironic, laughable, funny, but yet at the same time, it could be worth its weight in gold. It proved me no deserter if I left my post. It made me not dependent upon my CO. It gave me a lot of latitude and freedom on what I was to do next. The amazing thing is it had been laying at the post office the entire time. I'm not the only one that got a letter. My wife received a letter. And more than a letter, she had a package. The package had been opened. No doubt someone from the health department had been making sure there was no 
expired food in the box. But you'd never guess what was in the box. It contained a letter from my wife's mother. <laughs> it's hard to imagine you'll believe me. Two books. One entitled The City of Refuge. The other, a prepper's Bible. A prepper's Bible? A prepper's Bible. And on the cover of the City of Refuge book, was an older man waving to a city over his shoulder. How things can change in a single day. Scene change. This has been Faith, Fact and Fiction with your host Len Parsons on Anchor FM. Always something unique and different. Visit us at www.pastorlen.com.